Begin our reading tonight, Luke chapter 10, beginning in verse 1. Luke chapter 10, beginning in verse 1. Quite interesting, we have our prayer request time uh, every Sunday. We ask for prayer requests. This is not a new thing. Actually, in this passage of Scripture, Jesus issues a prayer request to some people. Imagine that. Jesus asking folks to pray about something. If Jesus asks you to pray about something, that's got to be very important. And this is a prayer request, very familiar passage of Scripture. We want to look at it and look at it in light of this morning's parable concerning the laborers in the vineyard. Luke chapter 10, beginning in verse 1. Would you stand as the Scripture's read, please? After these things, the Lord appointed 70 others also and sent them two by two before his face into every city and place where he himself was about to go. And he said to them, The harvest truly is great, but the laborers are few. Therefore pray the Lord of the harvest to send out laborers into his harvest. Go your way. Behold, I send you out as lambs among wolves. Let's pray together, please. Father, thank you for your word. Thank you for the clarity of your word, of your will, of this prayer request of Jesus. We ask that we would take it to heart and help us to find our place in your service and that your service would find its proper place in our lives. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. You may be seated. This a familiar passage of scripture. The harvest truly is great, but the laborers are few. Therefore, pray the Lord of the harvest to send out laborers into his harvest. This has been the theme of mission symposiums, associational meetings, evangelism conferences for decades, and rightfully so. But the application to this passage of Scripture is much broader than organized mission work as we may picture it. And it's a lot more personal. Now let's look at the event. Look very closely. The Lord appointed 70 others. He's sending out 70 more workers besides the original 12. They had already been sent. If you'll turn back to chapter 9, just one chapter back, We begin the chapter 9 with about the same situation, different people. He called his 12 disciples together and gave them power and authority over all demons and to cure diseases. He sent them to preach the kingdom of God and to heal the sick. Verse 6, so they departed and went through towns preaching the gospel and healing everywhere. They had already been sent and they were sent preaching the gospel. And then this passage says he sends out 70 others also. But before he lets them go, he tells them this. The harvest is truly great. King James says the harvest is plentiful. But the laborers are few. Well, he said this is important because the harvest is great. 
What is the harvest? Well, it's specifically stated in Matthew's record of the sending of the 12. If you'll turn to Matthew chapter 9, verse 35. Matthew chapter 9, verse 35. Matthew identifies the harvest that Jesus was speaking of. Then Jesus went about all the cities and villages, teaching in their synagogues and preaching the gospel of the kingdom and healing every sickness and every disease among the people. Verse 36, but when he saw the multitudes, he was moved with compassion for them because they were weary and scattered like sheep having no shepherd. And he said to his disciples, the harvest truly is plentiful, but the laborers are few. Therefore, pray the Lord of the harvest to send out laborers into his harvest. This is a totally different circumstance that we looked at in Luke. This is when Jesus sent the 12 out. And notice in Matthew's record, and all the different uh, uh, gospels give a little bit different eyewitness account, in Matthew's record, before he sends the 12, he gives them the exact same situation. We have a circumstance here we've got to deal with. The harvest is great, and the laborers are few. Then he said, you pray that God would send laborers into the harvest. But it says specifically in Matthew, he's kind enough to identify the harvest. What is the harvest? The harvest the multitudes of people. That's the harvest. The multitudes of people who are hurting. It says he was moved compassion. They were weary and scattered like sheep having no shepherd. It was people who were hurting, people who were tired, people who needed a shepherd. No, really, people who needed the shepherd, right? People needed the shepherd. They need to be introduced to the shepherd. And he said, there's so many people. We need more workers. We need more workers. Then he sends the 12. It's quite interesting. He talks again about the harvest in another place, quite unexpectedly to the disciples, if you'll turn to John chapter 28, verse 38. John chapter 4, verse 28. We'll read through verse 38. We know the story. Jesus is in a Samaritan village, and he's talking to a Samaritan woman. Two strikes against this person. Number one, she was a Samaritan. Number two, she was a woman, and a Jewish man would not be caught talking to an unattended woman in public and certainly wouldn't be talking to a Samaritan anything in public. But Jesus dares to talk to her about her spiritual life. And so it says in verse 28, the woman left her water pot and went her way into the city and said to the men, come see a man who told me all things that ever I did. Could this be the Christ? In verse 30, they went out of the city and came to him. And then in verse 35, Jesus says, 
Don't you say there are still four months, then comes the harvest? For I say to you, lift up your eyes, look at the fields, for they are already white on the harvest. What was going on? What was going on when he told his disciples this? All of those people from the Samaritan village were coming out of the village to talk to Jesus. And, and, and Jesus said, look, you say we still have four months in the harvest. I'm saying here comes the harvest. The harvest is ready, ready and ripe for harvest. He who receives wages and gathers fruit for eternal life that both he and sows and he who that sows and he that reaps may rejoice together. In this saying is true, one sows and another reaps. I sent you to reap that for which you have not labored. Others have labored, you have entered into their labors. He says, you're saying there's four months, but I'm saying the fields are ready right now. And he said, you lift up your eyes. And what he was saying is, look over there. There's the harvest. It was people who were not like them. It was also people who really did not like them. Nevertheless, they were included in the harvest as well. So the harvest people, people who need Jesus Christ, whatever their background, whatever their nationality, whatever differences they may have with us. So here's the message to sum it all up. The harvest is people. Harvest is people. Secondly, the harvest is ready for immediate attention. Three different times Jesus said this. He said two different times the harvest is plentiful or the harvest is great and the labors are few. This time he says the harvest is already ripe. Now, it ties into this morning's parable in that it was the grape harvest. You had a narrow window, and the grapes were ready for immediate attention. Postponing it would not do. You could not put it off to a more convenient time. As with any harvest, time is limited. Time is limited whenever a harvest comes off, whether it be grapes or apples or purple hull peas. You can't wait three weeks to do that. The harvest is ready for attention right now. And the parable of the laborers in the vineyard come to life in the life of Jesus Christ. We explain again. In Luke chapter 9, verse 1, the twelve are sent into the vineyard. In Luke chapter 10, verse 1, after they're sent out, Jesus says, the harvest is plentiful. The harvest is great. Wait a minute. He had already sent 12 people out. But there's still a harvest ready to be gathered. So he sends other workers out. Now what happened this morning as we looked in the parable? The man sends forth the laborers into the vineyard. And he looks around and says, there's too much to do for these people. We need to get more workers. And so several other times during the day, he gets more workers and more workers and more workers. What did Jesus just do? He sends out the 12, and then he sends out 70 more also. And it's quite interesting. Sending 
laborers into the vineyard was not a once and done thing for Jesus Christ. It happened continually. And it has happened for 2,000 years. For 2,000 years. Every generation could say what Jesus just said. The harvest is great. The laborers are few. And it's quite interesting. Both times he said, guys, we've got a situation. Pray that the Lord would send laborers into his vineyard. And as soon as he asked him that, he said, and I'm sending you. I'm sending you. So we realize when we really are concerned enough to pray about the harvest, you be ready because God will send us. Where does the harvest start? It doesn't start over in the foreign mission field, does it? It starts right here. How far do we have to look to find people who are hurting and weary and need the love of Jesus Christ? Not far. He just said, all you got to do is lift up your eyes and look. And you see a field, white, ready to harvest. And like any harvest, it needs immediate attention. Postponing the work will not do. There's urgent business to be taken care of by the church. Is there anything before we close? I stand and be dismissed with a word of prayer. Thank you so much for coming.